0: The amazing beauty of creation is brought to you by CompuKids. CompuKids is an online technology academy for kids. CompuKids offers courses like game development, coding, app development, graphic design and animation, all especially designed for kids. The CompuKids courses are all available as downloadable multimedia e-books. CompuKids will help you to prepare your child for the fourth industrial revolution by providing them with valuable technology skills. Support the show by visiting www.compukids.me. That's .me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to The Amazing Beauty of Creation. Now today we're going to continue our discussion around spiders now spiders are among the most fascinating creatures on Earth. Not only are they perfectly designed for what they what what they do, for their their purposes, uh, their hunting, their, their their functions, but they are also masters at engineering. They have engineering skills that we are only just discovering right now. I mean, in the previous episode we spoke just about the spider silk and the silk itself is a marvel of engineering when you look at the 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 thinness of it versus the tensile strength of each strand it's amazing the fact that the silk can stop an insect in mid-air an insect that may be flying and it can stop it in mid-air and trap it is equivalent to trying to catch a small plane between two buildings, building a net to trap a small plane between buildings but it's not just you know that the silk is so strong uh, but it's also the fact that it's absolutely well designed for its purpose. if you look at the the the, the elasticity of the of the of the strands it's a miracle that it's it's just you know tuned to this very specific elasticity it's not too elastic that it works like a trampoline so the insect will basically uh, hit the, the the web and bounce off and neither is it too stiff so that the the web breaks uh and the insect just you know flies through it's it, it's perfectly perfectly tuned then when you look at the stickiness of that of the web it's sticky enough so that a bug can get trapped but not so sticky that the spider itself gets uh, trapped so spiders i mean when you look at this the, the spider's body and the way it's been designed the way its body is built and you look at the silk it's a marvel of creation it's a real marvel of creation that something can be so well designed but now add to that another dimension And that is the way the spiders actually use the silk. The way they use the silk says that these creatures are not dumb bugs. They are intelligent. They know exactly what they are doing and they know how to do it like masters, like craftsmen. I mean, there's nothing more beautiful than seeing a spider spinning its web first thing in the morning you see a marvel of engineering the way the overall web not just the individual strands but the overall web is uh, is designed i mean the spider think about it he'll stand at one spot firstly he'll find the best spot that he can to trap bugs hmm. and then he'll stand and see and survey that whole scene like a quantity surveyor like an engineer and he'll see where's the best places that i can i can suspend my my supporting strands because obviously the spider you know it puts up the supporting strands first and then it goes in and puts in the spiral strands so it sits back and it says okay there's an overhanging branch that's quite solid there's a uh, a, a rock that's quite solid also I'll, I'll i'll put one supporting strand here and then it'll find other places to put the its supporting strands and in that way it, it builds up the supporting strands and then after that it goes around and around from the center outwards and it spins that uh, that web. So th- that is also extremely fascinating that a tiny little bug that's got the uh, you know a brain that's that's barely bigger than a pinhead that has these amazing amazing abilities to produce the silk and to use it to create this amazing web but not just that right last week we discussed how the spiders use the web in other creative ways like the one you mentioned was quite interesting where the spider uses the web as a parachute where it spins a little web and it it, it flies from from one tree to the other or it uses the the web to uh you know descend uh you know down a a at a high place but we're also going to look at other spiders today, spiders that don't actually build webs to trap uh, their, their prey. I mean, what we discussed last week was, was absolutely fascinating, absolutely interesting. But there are spiders that don't use these webs. Let's talk about those. Tell, me, tell us about spiders that, that, uh, that use other ways of catching their prey.
1: Right, so yeah, so not all spiders use their webs to spin those kind of those nets that insects fly in and, and get stuck in. Uh, some spiders are, are still just as impressive but I- in other ways. So you get ambush spiders. So ambush spiders they don't spin webs and wait for their prey. They, they like um, either hide under some leaves or in a hole in the ground and cover themselves with some sand. And then they'll wait for uh, some other creature to go walking past. And as soon as that creature walks past, the spider pounces out and attacks it.
0: Are these the spiders that we mentioned last week that uh, use
1: the the web as a trip switch? Some of them do, yes. They use the web as... They spin like a series of web outside their hole. Mm -hmm. And those act as tripwires. Wow, amazing. Now, other kind of spiders, they are active hunters. So they don't wait and ambush for prey, but they actually go out looking for prey. And then from there, they'll either sneak up on them and pounce on them, much like a, a lion or a, a cheetah would do. Or they'd actually just chase it down and, and attack it and subdue it that way.
0: Okay, so these are, these are hunters in an in a, in a active sense, like, like your uh, beasts of prey that you mentioned. But tell us something about... The diet, the overall diet of spiders. I mean, we know they eat bugs, but what else? What else do spiders actually eat? All
1: right, so, so what would they hunt? Their most common uh, food item would be insects. So you got things like flies, moths, mosquitoes, grasshoppers, those kinds of, of insects that are, are really common. And so spiders, that's a primary food source for for most of them. But... Some of the bigger spiders will take larger prey, so they'll start taking reptiles like uh, lizards, and they'll take amphibians like frogs and toads. And some of the larger ones would even take things like birds, or mice, or bats, small insects, uh, small mammals, and birds, like I think.
0: That would be so your dinner plate-sized uh,
1: tarantulas. Oh, what was it? Tarantulas. Right? Tarantulas, and you get huntsman spiders that are also incredibly large. And capable of subduing such large preys. So uh, spiders are not picky in in their diets. Whatever they can kill, they're going to eat. In rare cases where a, a creature is, is poisonous for the spider, then obviously it won't eat it. But other than that, if the spider is bigger than it or if the spider is able to subdue it, it's fair game for the spider. And the spider has no problem eating it.
0: Okay, so basically no small land creature is safe from spiders right correct but what about creatures in the water
1: interesting you should ask because some species of spiders are actually expert fishermen okay some species of spiders uh have have ways of of hunting fish and and quite uh, successfully at that so you'll get the species of of spider that will hang around in shallow ponds where you get these small fish swimming around and they'll use their back legs to anchor themselves to something solid like a, a rock or a twig that's sticking out of the water or an overhanging plant. And they'll cling onto that with their back legs, and their front legs will be placed on the surface of the water. Now, that's for two purposes. Firstly, to, to keep them on the, the surface of the water, and secondly, their legs can detect vibrations. So if a, a fish or even an insect that's swimming around, or that falls in the water, comes close to it, before the spider even sees it, it'll feel its vibrations. Okay. Then, but let's just say a, a fish swims underneath that spider. The spider then uses its, the rest of its legs to plunge beneath the surface of the water, grab that fish, and then envenomate it. Now, its venom will act quickly and paralyze the fish. And then the spider will then drag it to dry land where it will eat it.
0: Wow, just wow. I don't, I don't know what to say. Really, is. that's so amazing. So <clears throat> the spider's legs, obviously, you know, when, we, when, when, when there's a distant rumble, like there's a truck coming and we touch the ground, you can actually feel the vibration. So its legs actually feel the vibration of the fish under the water. But exactly, can the spider see the fish also or is just working on, on that sense of touch? Um.
1: I suppose it can't see them as well. Right? So the but sense of
0: touch will, will, will give it like early warning. And then it suddenly, it, in the meantime, it looks down at the water. And as the fish comes, and it's, it pounces and it, and it grabs the, the fish. Correct. And then it inserts the, uh, the venom. Obviously, the venom will subdue the fish, right? So that
1: there's, there's not much of a struggle. Now, typically, how big are these spiders? Uh, they range in size. There's quite a few species of, of spiders that, that hunt fish. So, yeah, anything from a couple of centimetres to maybe 10 upward centimetres in length. Wow, those are some huge spiders. Depending on that spider's size, they can can dive beneath the water, they can swim underwater even. And some of them can even walk on the surface of the water without breaking its surface. So they just skip along the surface of the water. Okay, and they, they hunt in that way? They'll, well, they can use that to travel to certain spaces, but remember, if they try to grab a fish, that fish is going to swim away. So okay. And they, they're, not gonna be, they're not as good swimmers as fish, so they're going to need to anchor themselves somewhere. I see. I Unless see. they're in really shallow water where they can stand, in which case they'll, they'll attack either ways. Okay.
0: And if they obviously, uh, if they break the surface tension with their legs, then it's possible they could sink and Great. And, and then
1: they wouldn't be able to resurface, and then they could drown. So it's a risky game for the spiders, especially if a bigger fish comes along that can eat that spider, that's big enough to eat the spider. So it, it's, a, it's a risky game, but that's, that's how they hunt and that's how they get most of their food.
0: Well, I mean, you know, what, what's really amazing is the more we're learning about these creatures, the more fascinating it becomes. I mean, think about it. These creatures have learned that fish present a delicious meal that fish live in the water. They learned how to feel the vibrations of, and detect the vibrations of fish approaching, and also how to catch those fish. They suspend, like you said, suspend themselves on the top, and then grab the fish. It's really amazing. It's really, really amazing that these creatures have all of this knowledge, uh, tiny little, what we'd call insignificant, creepy bugs, but really, they are they are so fascinating. And that's, you know, all of that, to me, up till now, the creature that most shows the, the, the might of the creator, the greatness of, of the creator, is the spider. It stands out for me among other creatures, because unlike other creatures, take um, uh, a fly, for example. A fly's body is built for... W- it's 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 lifestyle to put it that way it uh, you know it lives its life out but everything is confined to its its own body it'll land on a piece of the rotting flesh it'll you know consume that and it'll continue but the spider is is so much more fascinating it's such a multifaceted creature in the sense that like i mentioned earlier on it's its own there's its own uh, the construction of its own body its ability to hunt it's it's the the web that it that it spins the 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 fact that it makes the the web from those from the silk that it spins it's it really it really shows the amazing beauty of of allah ta'ala's creation really if anything else it's a spider but okay moving on are there any spiders that are that don't eat other living other things other creatures are they in other words are they herbivorous spiders
1: now a lot of spiders will eat uh plant matter they they won't eat they won't hunt and kill creatures but there's only one species of spider that we know of that primarily eats plants okay so other spiders if they come across it or if food is short they will take plants but this species of spider ignores insects completely. In fact, it shares its habitat with some other ants and things, but it doesn't eat them. It eats these on these leaves. There's on the tips of these leaves. There's these little bulbs that form, and the spider primarily eats those bulbs.
0: Cool. So you got some vegan spiders, correct? <laughs> and
1: but I mean, they're not all innocent. In times that uh, in, time, in times that are tough, like in the winter months, where those plants aren't producing as many, as much food, then they will take insects as well. So the word for it, I believe, is omnivore.
0: It's creatures that Correct. eat both plant and animal matter.
1: Correct. But I think about, about over 90% of their diet will come from plant matter. Okay. And that would be fr- firstly from those bulbs. And secondly, from also nectar from flowers. They'll also eat that if, if they can't find those, those bulbs. And as a last, last resort, they'll take an insect. They share their, I believe they share their, their habitat with these species of ants that also eat those same bulbs. And the, those spiders will then steal the ant larvae and eat those if they can't find any other, mm. any other food source. Okay. Now, the spiders, let's, let's talk a little about their,
0: their, their physical structure, right? Two things stand out when you're looking at a spider. And it's these two things that make you want to run for your life. One is those those fangs, those continuously moving fangs, and the other is those multiple eyes on that head. I mean, just those two things. Just looking at them, just the thought of them makes your hair stand. All right, but those fangs, obviously, those are very useful for the to the spider itself, right? For number of purposes. What? w Tell us something about the the fangs and the
1: eyes. Okay, so firstly, <coughs> all spiders have fangs. That's that's a characteristic feature of them. And, but I mean, don't don't be scared because uh, most of those spiders aren't harmful to humans at all. Most and most of not them, all not all. Okay, definitely not all. But most spiders, their their fangs are either or they don't have any venom that's powerful enough to hurt humans, or their fangs are just not long or strong enough to even pierce human skin. So our skin is like is like an armor. Uh, against the, those spider's fangs. But of course, you do have your species of spider, such as the black widow, which venom is extremely uh, deadly to humans, or some larger species of tarantula, whose, although their venom isn't that powerful, but it's going to hurt a lot if they bite you. They have really, really big fangs. Hmm. It's going to be like, like a nail almost getting pushed through your through your skin. Creepy. So it it is that... It, those kinds of spiders... Uh, are the ones that, that people have nightmares about.
0: Where, where uh, would we typically find those? I believe in Australia if, if I'm not mistaken. In
1: Australia and also in, in the rainforests so okay. Amazon, India in North Africa, or uh, Central Africa uh, but yeah uh, <laughs> and you also get there I- in Australia which is just typical everything scary you'll find in, in Australia Yeah, what's it about the land down under, right? Uh, it's now, those spiders, they also use their fangs to inject their venom. Uh, though, um, obviously, they, they have their, these canals in in their fangs that they, they bite their prey with and they subdue them. Most spiders, they use their, their fangs for hunting and also in, in self-defense scenarios. But a lot of spiders uh, have other techniques that they'll use to to defend themselves. But the fangs, are, what they do is, besides injecting venom, so that venom will... Uh, Paralyze their prey make it easier for them to to subdue and then they also inject this type of of enzyme That you see spiders don't have teeth like us. They have their fangs, but in their mouths They don't really have teeth so they can't really chomp up and and chew their prey So they inject this enzyme that sort of starts digesting that creature outside of its body Okay, so it liquefies its, its it, internals. It, it starts turning it into a liquid, and then the spider then has to use its fangs to puncture that... A smoothie, skin. a bug and
0: smoothie, it c- basically.
1: Correct. It, it, it essentially makes a, a bug smoothie, a nice, nutritious <laughs> bug smoothie. So okay. And then it sucks all that and in. And it, it drinks those, and that, that helps it to digest it more readily, a lot easier. And some of the largest species of spiders, to help with that liquefaction process, they'll use their fangs to start crushing uh, that creature. So as the enzymes are working, they start pressing it and, and sort of grinding it into to, to speed up that that process.
0: Okay, okay. So it's 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 a it's a combination of chemical action and physical action that's actually exactly breaking down the the internals of that bug. Wow, what, what a horrible way to die. What a horrible way for these, for these bugs to die. Okay, th- the eyes. Why, why, how many eyes does a spider have and why so many eyes?
1: Uh, most spiders have eight eyes, just like the amount of legs they have. But you get some spiders that have six legs, I mean six eyes, and there's a few that have even fewer than, than six. But for the most part, any spider that you come across should have about eight eyes. And depending on the type of spider it is or the type of hunting method it, it uh, empowers, its eyes layout will be completely different. There are, I think you can find diagrams and things online of the different layouts that uh, spider eyes c- come in, depending on the type of spider. Now, spiders eyes, they're not like ours. So when you think about eight eyes, don't think about a creature that has eight eyes uh, like ours. Most of the spiders have very poor eyesight, and you might think that odd because they have so many eyes. But their eyes, uh, depending on the type of spider, you could have eyes that detect light and dark. So th- that's how they know. You know, spiders that are active during the night... They can be able to see whether it's nighttime or it's the daytime.
0: Oh wow! So you mean those eyes are not all uniform? They all serve specific purposes. Exactly. Oh, wow. And Night vision, for example.
1: Correct. And, oh, wow. and you get some spiders whose eyes track fast movement. So if something moves quickly, then they have they can detect it all around them because some spiders have eyes like on the sides of, of their head, so they, they can so detect. So it sort movement of gives them, them 360 degree views. Exactly, oh, wow. and you can, for example, some species of hunting spider, they'll have these two huge eyes in the front of their heads, and then they'll have smaller ones going around their heads. So those ones in the front of their head, they use those for locating prey, just like how we have binocular vision with our eyes. So those spiders too use those eyes as uh, to you know, as binocular vision, and the eyes on the sides of their head will detect motion or movement. So not as powerful as their two primary eyes, but if something moves behind them, like a predator, they can quickly jump around and Mm -hmm. look at it. But while they're hunting, if they see a a prey item that's moving, they use their binocular vision with their front eyes to then lock onto it and exactly determine how far it is and pounce on it and attack.
0: Now imagine the brain power it requires to, to process vision from eight different eyes. With different, uh, with different functions, amazing, isn't it? And and I'm guessing it's it's almost impossible to creep up on a spider because they literally do have eyes at the back of their head.
1: And I mean, we're so big when we walk, we create a lot of vibrations. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they'll pick us up from a mile away before yeah. they even see us.
0: Wow. I mean, I have I haven't really. I mean, I'm still creeped out by by spiders, no doubt. But I have a newfound respect for them after you know these two episodes. I've learned so much about uh, spiders and you know and what what makes them so miraculous and it's really something to reflect on and you know it's no wonder now that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned the spider in the Quran and has named an entire surah after it it's to draw attention to that See, when Allah Ta'ala mentions something in the Quran it's to draw attention to it and also to to impress on on the reader the reciter of the Quran, the greatness or the the miracle behind that object that 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 he's that he's mentioning, and I mean the spiders got double uh, honor in the Quran of being mentioned as well as having an entire chapter, an entire surah named after it. So we can see from there that that uh, that Allah Taala takes the the spider very seriously, and specifically he mentions the the spider's web, uh, and when you think about it, as as miraculous as the spider is, I think the web is the crowning glory. That the, the silk and how it uses the silk and the webs that it uh, spins and how it catches its prey and you know the different ways it uses the silk is really really amazing. Anyways, that's all we have time for today, and uh, it's been a, it's been a really interesting uh, really interesting episode. I'm. I'm looking forward to, you know, further discussions about spiders. Is there more? Is there more around spiders?
1: I mean, there's. I think there's no shortage of information we can find on spiders, especially when we start looking at individual species and their specific traits, and you just your mind gets blown over and over again.
0: Let's visit those in future episodes. Let's come back to spiders and, you know, discuss them in more details. Anyways, that's a wrap for today's episode. I'm Pilar Katrada. And I'm Talha Katrada. And this is The Amazing Beauty of Creation.